Brothers and sisters, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Brother Jack's Soapbox. I'm glad you're joining me today. If you caught last week's episode, it was all about picking songs, and it was a perfect launch into the new series we're starting here today. Uh, This is the second chapter of our Getting Started series, and it's all about starting new projects. And uh, the second chapter focuses on the limitations we encounter when we're starting something, and it it could be anything. It's daily life kind of material here. It is all about the limitations we face in daily life. And, you know, I I don't want to sound like this is too much of a self-help kind of thing because that is not the direction I intend to head here. Uh, you know, I, there's a lot of free advice out there in the world. And I, Brother Jack is the last guy you would want to go to for help on your life. I'm, I can't fix it, brothers and sisters. I, I'm barely scraping by myself. But I thought if I sort of go through this process, if I talk through the limitations that we're faced with when we endeavor to do anything, I might help me to do everything better. You know, if I go through the limitations, maybe it'll help me get uh, more of my own work done. You know, so so it's more for me. But if it helps you out along the way, that would be fantastic because, you know, that that's great. And if it does help you out, here comes a commercial. If what you hear helps you out or you like what we're doing, if you love Brother Jack's Soapbox, you know, wherever you're listening in the show description, you will find a link that says support the show. You can click that link and then you can support the show. You can give us a couple bucks, pay for the content, if you will. And uh, it'll really go a long way towards helping us make better and more content. Uh, Hopefully better, but definitely more. So there you go. Thanks for helping us out. And I hope you enjoy this episode about the limitations we face and uh, the abundance of choice in life. And, uh, you know, thanks for joining me up here on the soapbox. Stand up and scream, stand up and yell, stand up and tell them all to go to Brother Jack Soapbox. Brothers and sisters, what is holding you back? What is stopping you from doing the things you need to do? What is stopping you from climbing that mountain? What is holding you back from doing the work that only you can do? Brothers and sisters, I've been thinking a lot about limitations lately, and I decided that everything that that gets in my way can be boiled down to a couple different categories. And I'm going to tell you what those categories are. They are money, because I never have enough of it. Training, because I always feel like I'm not good enough to do the thing I'm trying to do. Fear, I'm afraid of everything. Uh, Time, we're we're all running out of time. And uh, too many choices, an abundance of choices is the last category. Brothers and sisters, those are my limitations. That's what is holding me back. And I'm hoping that if I talk about it here now, maybe I can conquer those limitations and I can get started on the work that I need to be doing. Let's get started. So brothers and sisters, the limitation that we're going to start out with talking about is the abundance of choice. That's right, too many choices. You might be saying, Brother Jack, How is too many choices a limitation? I'll tell you, brothers and sisters, uh, back in the beginnings of ice cream, in the early days of ice cream, you know, you had one kind of ice cream. And then maybe you had vanilla and chocolate ice cream. And then some marketing guy came along, some genius came along, and he invented 31 flavors. And then that was a big deal. And now you got hundreds and thousands of flavors of ice cream. You got any ice cream you want, and it's hard to decide. You got to put forth effort to decide what kind of ice cream you want. That's why I just stick with butter pecan, 
Because it's easy. I don't have to think about it. Just get the same thing no matter what. You've got to eliminate some choices. You burn all your time making a choice. You can't get anything done. Same thing with TV shows. You turn on the TV. There are too many TV shows out there. We don't need more TV shows. There's so many to pick from. But I know you're just like Brother Jack. You end up watching the same thing over and over again. You've seen it a hundred times, but you're okay with it because it's comfortable. You don't have to make a choice. You just turn it on because it's your standard, your, your go-to you know, you don't have to make the choice. you got to eliminate that abundance of choice. It's a limitation. It holds you back from getting anywhere. So just watch the same old show. Eat your butter pecan. So when I was making the weird folk record, I had this mantra that I stuck to, and it goes like this. The record that gets made is better than the record that gets bogged down by details and never happens. Because that's something that I, I've faced with a lot. You know, when you're trying to do something, you know, in the studio, you know, do I want electric guitar, acoustic guitar? Do I need harmonies here? What kind of instrumentation? Which arrangement? Which microphone should I use? Which distortion effect? Which which plug-in? Which uh, processor should I use? There's so many choices. And I, I, I end up trying to start a project and then it never happens because I get stuck by the details. I can never choose this word or that word. So many choices to make. How do I sing this up? Do I sing this down? There's so many choices and I always get stuck and then it never happens. So for the Weird Folk album, I used one microphone. I set up one microphone. It was my uh, R40, MXL R40. It's a ribbon mic and I set that bad boy up. It's not an expensive microphone, but I like the sound of it and I'm on a budget. So that's what we went with. And we set up one microphone and we stood back with the guitar and I just played the songs. That was it. Everything, you know, it, it was, the whole record was consistent then. It had the same sound across the board. But I really tried to limit my options as much as I could because it, it helped me provide, it provided me with focus. And then in the end, I had a record that I was really happy with. It's the first record I've been happy with in a long time because I eliminated all the other stuff that could get in the way. And it was just me and the song, and then it was all about the performance, and it was delivering the best song that I could within the parameters. And when you strip down those parameters, it's easy to make yourself happy with the, uh, your goals there. So the other thing about this setup that's really cool is it allowed me to overcome failure very quickly. So there was one of the songs, I won't say which one, but there was one song we did on the Weird Folk album that I got to the end and I was not happy with how it sounded. There were too many mistakes, too many, um, you know, little hiccups in the song, so to speak. And so it was a really simple thing. I just went back and did it again. I set up the microphone. I didn't have to worry about matching setup or anything because it was one microphone set up in the room with me and the guitar. I had eliminated so many other variables. If I had had to spend all kinds of time remaking those decisions, making the choices over again, going through all the choices again, if I had to do that all over again, it would have taken forever, but I didn't have to make any choices at all. I had already picked the song. I knew how I was going to do the song. The arrangement was done. I had the setup done. I knew how it was going to sound in the end. All I had to do is the work, and it made it really easy to overcome failure. I didn't have to think about anything else, just do the song better than the last time, and it was so easy to overcome failure when we eliminated all those other variables. So something I learned from this project, brothers and sisters, is that I probably won't do another single mic 
record ever again. I don't, I mean, the setup was nice because it eliminated the choices. I was able to do the work, but it also did not allow me any kind of control when I, it came down to tweaking the project. And I am a control freak, so it was probably good to learn how to eliminate that control. But for future projects, I'd like to be able to tweak some things down the road. So I probably wouldn't do this again, but that's another great thing about eliminating choices. I now understand that. However, I may do a single mic project down the road with the band because I think it would be fun to eliminate all the hassle and you just sit down and play the record. It could be a good time. So I, I learned a lot both ways about this. But the, the, the biggest thing I learned is that I have to define the limitations before I get started. Before I plunge into the next project, I need to define what are my limitations. You know, you, you sort of have to envision the end result. You have to know your end result before you get started so you can make a, a roadmap, so to speak. You know, if you want to go to Chicago from uh, New York City, you don't need to drive through Florida. Uh, you know, I know some people that would take that route and it's not necessary. So you eliminate all the roads that aren't on your route. So make a roadmap. You know, call the uh, travel planning service, what have you. Get a travel planner and make, a, make you know, know your destination, know where you're starting from, and, and eliminate all the choices that don't get you there. If something does not help you get to that end result, get it out of your life, brothers and sisters. So hopefully you can see how this equates to your real life. Maybe you're not a musician. Maybe you're not making records. Maybe you're not a creative Maybe you're not starting anything. Maybe you're sitting at a diner right now trying to order breakfast and you're overwhelmed because you got the short stack, the tall stack, the blueberry pancakes, you got omelets, you got Western, you got Greek omelets, you got eggs over easy or scrambled, you got bacon and sausage and toast and rye bread and gluten-free and English muffins and oh, don't get me started on Eggs Benedict. But that's right. There's so many options. How do you order breakfast? Well, you eliminate the choices that don't get you to where you want to be. You know, if you're having a little trouble, then you got to stay away from the bacon. If, you know, the grease is a problem, if you're trying to be healthy, maybe you try a little Greek omelet or something like that. If you're, you know, that's, get rid of the pancakes if you don't have a time for a nap later because pancakes always make me sleepy. So there you go, brothers and sisters. Brother Jack helped you figure out how to order breakfast today. So there you go, brothers and sisters. I hope you can see how the abundance of choice is getting in your way. So eliminate all those things that don't help and uh, get to work. Until next time, you all be fantastic. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any new content. If you want to support the show, the best thing is to share us with a friend. Till next time, be fantastic.